Business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It's 5 minutes past 12. Thank you so much for joining us. And today... We're going to be discussing a topic that is, I think, slightly broader than just the name suggests. The name is the evolution of the financial, of financial advice. And I think by extension, the evolution of the financial advisor. But all that comes together and how it works and how it impacts on an individual because advice today can be gotten anywhere. You can go online. You can call your cousin. You can call your friend. Everybody's got advice. But how is the advice going to evolve? How is it going to start? And how's it going to end? How has it started in years gone by? And how has it got to the point where it is today? And on the line with me is Andrew Mollo, who's the Chief Executive Officer of Citadel. Andrew, welcome to Chai FM. Hi, Avi. Good afternoon. And welcome. Hello to your listeners as well. Great. And you know, it is welcome because it's your show also. It's really been wonderful to have you guys on board unofficially on my show for many, many years, but officially for the last couple of weeks, you guys have added tremendous value and it's been really, really nice working with you. So as the CEO, thank you for that partnership. It's been really, really wonderful. Um, Andrew, let's get straight into it. Um, financial advice, bottom line, costs money. You need to go to somebody. You're either going to pay for their advice or you're going to pay through it in, in commission. And that's what it's all about. One can avoid it. One doesn't have to have the financial advisor these days. One can go and get whatever you need. But I suppose one can compare it about going onto the Internet, finding out to do a root, root canal and doing it yourself. Or is that just a ridiculous comparison? No, I think I think that's spot on, I mean, to a degree. I think that financial advice, as you correctly say, in the broader sense, is a commodity. And what's happened in financial advice, I believe, over the last, say, decade, particularly since 2008, is, is that there's been a, a shift in the value exchange around financial advice. You rightly said that it costs money. And I think that investors are increasingly now questioning the deliverables and the value exchange trying to get or ensuring that they get more bang for their buck, so to speak, for the advice that they are being given. You know, one thing you said very nicely in the press release is that it's got to do with service, pricing, and performance. And, you know, it's, those things are very important because there's been a lot of adverts recently about investment products that are very cheap, below 1%, and then you go and you try to unpack that and see how that works. But then, you know, you go on to say very poignantly later on in the release that ultimately it's the financial advisor that's going to sit with you when you've got a concern about a property, when you've got a concern about where should your money go from a philanthropic point of view, yes. which charity should the money be spent on. And that that you don't pay for. There's no remuneration for please pop around for a cup of coffee. We want to discuss something with you. That's all included in an all-inclusive fee that often is not really in your face. It's, it's sort of built into the product. Exactly. You know, I mean, I think that historically the the three legs of the tripod, as you, as you said just now, the three basic metrics that constituted advice was, as you said, it was pricing, 
and it was predominantly performance. And I, I like to call that uh, left-brain financial planning. Right. Very simply, um, you would come with hard examples. You would arrive literally with the calculator and you would say, this is the return that I can offer you or I can beat this guy on fees by X number of pips. And generally, and I'm generalizing, but decisions around investing were really predominantly based on those two, two metrics. What has happened increasingly over the last, say, five years is that the regulator has stepped in, and as they should, on the back of certain financial crises that have been happening. And what the regulators managed to do successfully, I believe, is inject a very high level of transparency and heightened awareness of consumer and investor rights um, in within the financial services industry. And there's been a a shift towards not just the hard left-brain financial metrics, but what I like to call the right-brain financial planning metrics. And those are the more softer issues, but just as important, because pricing and performance are now givens. If you are not market-related or there or thereabouts on price or on performance, you don't get a foot through the front door, never mind a seat at the table. And the regulator quite rightly ensures that. So I think that those two aspects of financial planning, I would almost say, um, generally have become commoditized to a degree. And where financial advisors and financial services have shifted their focus to differentiating themselves in the marketplace and adding value is more on the right brain, which is more on the service aspect, so- the ease of doing business. Andrew, let me to stop you there. Sorry, because we just need to run to an ad break. But when we come back, let's unpack that, what that actually means. What is that right brain advantage or service or benefit that one's going to get? Give us a break. We'll be back with you in a moment. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 Chai FM. It's 14 minutes, nearly 50 minutes past 12. And on the line with me is Andrew Mollo, who's the Chief Executive Officer of Citadel. And we're talking about the evolution of a financial advisor and the evolution of the financial advisor. Andrew, just before we went to the break, you were basically saying is that, you know, performance, pricing, that's commoditized. That's is there. If we're not, as you say, there or thereabouts with the competition, you're not going to get to the table. But once you've got to the table, What's the advantage that one needs to add? Okay. So the shift that I, I spoke about earlier, I mean, I think is, is, is really on the value proposition that the advisor is offering their clients nowadays. The focus has increasingly shifted to the more qualitative aspects of the relationship with the client. And, and by that I mean things like service, the quality of the advice, the experience and skill set of the advisor that you put in front of a client, um, ease of doing business, and also very other important aspects are increasingly becoming part of an advisor's consideration set. Things like the sustainability, the, the ethics side of the investing are all becoming now part of proposals that clients, through the consumer education that's been taking place, are now acutely aware of and um, have decisions and, and, and choices to make about you know, it was a very interesting thing that you just said because one thing that came up in the in, in the in the press release is that people are more and more tuned. They're more and more aware of what their options are, what choices they are they have. 
But at the same time, we've got a lot of financial advisory companies shutting down the smaller ones, amalgamating, maybe because of regulation, but also because of the severity of the advice that they need to give and the responsibility they're with. But what I've found is that if you take the two together, a more um, intuitive and more advised client together with more holistic advice, you almost take the service offering to a totally different level because you're not starting at point A, you know, 101 financial planning. The client already knows that. They've done the research. They come in. They're often telling you what they want, and they just want you to verify that you feel that's the right sort of product, and then they want you to bring your your experience and your academic knowledge to the table to sort of put the cherry on the top. Have I summed it up correctly? You spot on, Avi. Um, the regulatory draft, one of the, I suppose you can say, unfortunate or unintended consequences of heightening regulation, heightening compliance, heightening um, ongoing consumer education and training for advisors is that the smaller businesses are, are battling to keep up and they are being absorbed, so to speak, into the bigger companies. Now, now, now the positive for a client in that scenario is that the resources that are now available to advisors are increasing. So advisors, in terms of the automation aspects like the onboarding of a client, the compliance aspects, the the management of the portfolio, the the reporting, um, the switches that take place between phones, are far easily automated and absorbed with more resources you'll appreciate. And what that is doing is that it is allowing the individual advisor to be freed up to do exactly what he should be doing. And that's giving advice and not being sort of swamped in this wave of admin that comes quite rightly so, but increasingly more and more by being a participant in this industry. And that's a really important part is, you know, I remember many, many years ago, um, uh, the name will come to me, one of the million dollar round table presenters um, you spoke about when he first joined the industry as a financial advisor, he would come home exhausted and his wife would say to him, like, darling, how was your day? He says, I was hectic. He says, what did you do? He says, I did stuff. He says, <laughs> ah, stuff. Okay, can somebody without an academic qualification do stuff? And his answer was, you are most probably better than I can do it. He says, well, then why don't we pay somebody to do stuff? And you go out there and give financial advice and make money for the family. And I think that was a really poignant point is that often you'll find admin staff are far better, far more efficient, get the job done. And clients don't mind dealing with somebody that they're used to speaking to because they know they'll just they'll get their statement, they'll get the change of whatever they need. And the financial advisor is then freed up to really add proper value in new product or, or enhancements. Exactly. Okay, Andrew, unfortunately, you know, we, we need to run again to the, to an ad, ad break, but when I come back, what I'd like to discuss from your point of view as CEO of Citadel is how that all comes together in your organization. From someone thinking of picking up the phone, sending an email, and saying, Citadel, I need help. How they're going to be taken care of from beginning to end. Let's take a break. I'll be back with you in a moment. 
This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 Chai FM. It's just gone nearly 23 minutes past 12. On the line with me is Andrew Mollo. He's the Chief Executive Officer of Citadel. Andrew, we've been discussing for the last 22 minutes about the role of the financial planner, the evolution of financial advice. You explained very nicely as the right side and the left side how the figures, the facts need to be there. But somebody also needs to be comfortable with the person that's sitting across the table from them or across the lounge from them. If someone is thinking that they need sort of financial advice and they're coming to Citadel, how do you roll out your offering to a potential client? Okay. So thanks for that. I mean, because I think it's, it's, it's quite important to, to take a very tangible approach to, to how you differentiate yourself. So increasingly the environment that an investor is finding himself is accelerating at an alarming stage. Most industries are, 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 are accelerating, but you know, the socio-political the, uh, factors that affect advice and assets, the artificial intelligence development, the technology developments are racing ahead, and these will have a very direct impact on a client and the advice that they get. Now, the most important thing, I think, from a Citadel point of view, is that generically we try and introduce as much certainty as we can into the decision-making process, which is in and of itself still in a very uncertain environment. We try and introduce as much objectivity, try and sort of take out the noise and all the all the clutter and, and, and try and get to the actual core of the investment plan. So typically a client with us will start off by going through a process where we identify very simply what their needs, what their desires, what their outcomes are from the pot of money that they've saved or the pot of money that they need to save in order to achieve a certain outcome. That will then very quickly flow into us giving them a detailed proposal as to how to invest their funds. But it's important that the proposal that we are giving is what I would call an advice-led proposal as opposed to a product-led solution. So it's very bespoke to each individual's clients and the asset allocation that we give a client and the investment solution that we ultimately end up proposing that they go into is very bespoke to each and every client and none two of our clients will have exactly the same investment proposal. And once a client's been through the whole procedure, then also uh, what they would obviously have available at their disposal is the other departments in Citadel, the fiduciary department. One can get their wills and yes. trusts done. Um, you can get advice from a legal department if one needs offshore, local. So it's really a, just arriving and putting all your information on the table, feeling comfortable with, number one, in the physical environment, number two, with the person you're dealing with in order to get the, the ultimate um, outcome for you and the terminology the term that you've used and if you've written down in your release is to cut out the clutter. So when I come yes. in and when I sit with a financial planner and I get my plan, number one, it's in colloquial English. I understand what it says and I can read it. And number two is that the person's listened to what my needs are, what my fam, what my fears are, what my paranoias are and dealt with that within the plan. I mean, that's, that's a very crucial and fundamental part of the Citadel solution, the Citadel investment recipe, for want of a better word, is this holistic approach or this almost this wealth management ecosystem that we have within our business, which really is taking a far more proactive approach and structured approach to all these other building blocks and aspects, like you mentioned, philanthropy, um, fiduciary, 
um, as opposed to a pure ad hoc reactive approach that is event driven. We like to put roadmaps, for want of a better word, in place on all these touch points in a client's portfolio. Having, right up at inception. Having said that, let, let's come back to the very beginning because we're running out of time. The evolution of financial advice, the evolution of the financial advisor. Just personally, if I go back in my career 18 years, the one thing that is consistent is change. You know, I remember the first time the FNA, the financial needs analysis sort of came out and there was a statutory notice. There was such an uproar about it. I remember as a youngster sitting there and thinking, but it makes sense. It should be there. It's another piece of paper. Just explain to the client what it is. And if you've been able to roll with the punches over the years, all that's happened is that you've been allowed and almost forced to become a better financial advisor. The client has been exposed to far better advice and hopefully that will go on. So, in your opinion, is the financial advisor here to stay? Absolutely. Unequivocally. A, a client-centric approach to financial advice will always be important. Um, you'll compete on different aspects, and the regulator, as I said, will guard and drive the market in a certain way. But um, the human touch um, is just unable to be replaced by fintech or robo-advice. Um, there's always going to be a need for high-touch conversations that I believe only people will be able to re- provide to people. You know, um, Andrew, just to let you know that I've spent quite a bit of time on your website. Um, and every time I've gone on, just to see what's going on but today, I did something slightly different. I actually went on the website on my phone. And just to let yes. listeners know, there are the most amazing tools on that app and I'm sure it's on the web I haven't had a chance to look at it also you've got a debt calculator which is something you don't get usually on the bank websites you can put in all your debt the interest rates the terms and it will help you to manage that clutter as to which one to pay how long it will pay what's the most expensive what's the cost of interest it's absolutely ingenious and you've got a similar one for bond repayments and helping you to work out how to structure your your amount so again i'm just encouraging everybody to spend some time on the website it is not a dry boring website it's human there's the the, the if you go onto the app there's a guy in a wetsuit with a with a surfboard just giving you giving me at least the feeling that this is a company that sees me as an individual and takes my my, uh, my um, strange and uh, weird and wonderful personal characteristics into account in order to assist me. So again, Andrew, thank you for making those tools available to anybody and I encourage everybody to go and use them because that is robo-advice at a point. But if you can get that advice and then take it to your financial advisor, your level of, of, of outcome will be exponential. Thank you, Avi, and thank you to your listeners for listening. Great. Thank you very much. That was Andrew Muller, Chief Executive Officer of Citadel. Um, great. Thank you. It was a wonderful, wonderful um, interview. The advice that one is getting from financial planners, I can tell you as a financial planner, the constant upgrading, the constant CPD points, the constant um, um, constant learning that has to happen really trickles down to the advice that is given and to the value that is added to the client at the end of the day. Um, I encourage you, please go have a look at the Citadel website. Be in touch with them. Over the last couple of weeks, we've really seen all the different areas that they can add value to. 
go along. If you're not quite sure how to be in touch with them, please be in touch with Chai FM, and we'll definitely point you in the right direction. But once again, thank you to Andrew Muller, Chief Executive Officer, of coming on. Craig, thank you for pushing the buttons. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll speak to you next week.